Welcome to Takedown Tuesday on Chet with Chip by Chip Maxwell. Takedown Tuesday is dedicated to the proposition that there are some people, organizations, and arguments in need of a conservative body slam. Today it's a Nebraska state senator who made national news. No, not Ben Sass, one of our United States senators. Sass announced his 2020 bid for re-election yesterday, but took no shots at President Trump. In fact, it has been a long time since the one-time hero of the never-Trumper movement has criticized the president, perhaps because he realized it would not be a good way to frame a re-election campaign in Nebraska. I'm talking about a state senator, a member of our state legislature. Here's the headline in today's local newspaper. Nebraska GOP lawmaker says party enables white supremacy. The man in the news is John McAllister. I know John. I like John. John McAllister is a friend of mine. Yes, a touch of throwback Thursday there channeling Lloyd Benson. McAllister gave one of the funniest introductions at a political event that I've ever heard. He was engaged in a campaign for a local office with an opponent who was presenting himself to voters as your Catholic candidate for the seat on the utilities board and made it a major issue in his campaign. During that campaign season, a bunch of political people were introducing themselves at a Republican Party event. When his turn came, McAllister deadpanned, John McAllister, Protestant. It was hilarious. So I have no personal beef with John. But he has irked Republicans, yours truly included, with some of his left-leaning votes over the years. This time, though, he has ranged beyond state issues and attacked the national soul of the grand old party. Here's part of his Twitter proclamation he made Sunday night about the GOP enabling racism. I, of course, am not suggesting that all Republicans are white supremacists, nor am I saying that the average Republican is even racist. What I am saying, though, is that the Republican Party is complicit to obvious racist and immoral activity inside our party. We have a Republican president who continually stokes racist fears in his base. He calls certain countries blank holes, tells women of color to go back where they came from, and lies more than he tells the truth. When the history books are written, I refuse to be someone who said nothing. The time is now for us Republicans, we Republicans, but he's on a roll. The time is now for us Republicans to be honest with what is happening inside our party. We are better than this, and I implore my Republican colleagues to stand up and do the right thing. Well, I don't know how other Republicans feel, but I don't feel exempted by the disclaimer that, oh, of course, not all Republicans are racist white supremacists. What does that mean? McAllister and a few of his friends are okay? He makes it sound like Republicans are meeting in secret, or maybe not in secret, in white hoods plotting ways to subjugate non-whites. And he makes it sound as if garden-variety Republicans, like myself, if not in on the actual scheme, are tolerant of it. 
It's disgusting and insulting. Trump lies more than he tells the truth? Says who? Democrats? The media? Has he lied about excellent Supreme Court justices, defense of religious liberty, cessation of the IRS's harassment of conservative people and organizations, no more forcing schools to let boys use the girls' bathroom, sensible border security, bureaucratic deregulation benefiting small business, tax cuts benefiting working and middle-class Americans as well as the wealthy, robust jobs and economic numbers not seen in decades, Foreign policy progress in areas stagnant for decades? Has he lied about not colluding with Russia and not obstructing the fake investigation into that fake allegation? During the first two years of the Trump administration, I was on the radio every weekday morning going through Trump tweets. Some were cringeworthy, and I would slam the president when he deserved it. But most were rational and potent frequently including well-deserved zingers directed at critics. What about the blank hole countries and go back where you came from as evidence that Trump is racist? McAllister has fallen into two traps. One is, if you are white and you criticize a person of color or an organization or nation that is majority of color, then you are racist. I already did a podcast on the foolish foursome and how Trump's attack on them has been based not on race, but on ideology and wildly anti-American and anti-Jewish pronouncements by those leftist malcontents. It's July 15th if you want to listen to that podcast. The president's invitation to go back where you came from is a variation of love it or leave it. He's not aggravated by their skin color. He's aggravated by their viciously false characterizations of America and Americans and Israel and Jews. I have not addressed in any previous podcast the alleged comment about immigrants from blank hole countries. Trump denied the comment. That's why I say alleged comment. But even if he said it, it's not racist. It's ugly, it's coarse, it's vulgar. That makes him crass, not racist. He never mentioned anyone's skin color. He was not talking about the people of those nations. He noted that they don't have the education and skills of people from other countries, but his rude anatomical reference was directed at corrupt governments and dysfunctional economies that generate such desperation in their citizens that the citizens try to get to America, legally or illegally. I can imagine someone saying, Listen to you. There must be no bottom to that bag of excuses from which you keep drawing to provide cover for this bleephole of a president. I am not backing off on this one inch. Trump speaks and tweets the way regular folks speak in regular conversation. I have said numerous times that I would not invite Trump to be a godfather to one of my children, but I voted for him in 2016 and will do so again in 2020. I believe that, flawed though he is, he is a patriot who loves this country and wants the best for all of us willing to work hard and play by the rules— that includes immigrants of any color. The other trap into which Senator McAllister fell was what I'll call the John McCain trap. 
It's a trap that snares Republicans who can't resist the bait of fawning media attention. If a Republican is willing to trash fellow Republicans in the GOP, the media will make a star of him, as long as it serves the media agenda. They make him think he matters, and they love him, until he doesn't and they don't. McAllister reportedly is out of state at a convention of state lawmakers. Maybe he got out on the road and got a little rambunctious on Twitter, and then felt obligated to keep singing the same song when CNN came calling. Or maybe he really believes what he said. If so, he needs to leave the Republican Party. He needs to leave the party founded to abolish slavery, the party that carried to victory the constitutional amendments that guaranteed the civil rights of African Americans, the party that helped defeat the segregationists trying to block civil rights legislation in the 1960s, and the party that was the first to put African Americans in major positions such as Secretary of State and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. McAllister can leave that party and go to the party of slavery, segregation, and now the party rallying to a black congresswoman who says blacks must embrace her leftist agenda and hate the president or they are not authentically black. I'm talking about Ayanna Presley, part of the foolish foursome setting the agenda and tone for the Democratic Party. No freedom of speech or thought for African Americans. Do what you must, Senator McAllister. I will stay right where I am, in the party of Frederick Douglass, Booker T. Washington, J.C. Watts, Alan West, Candace Owens, Alveda King. This could go on for hours. That's Take Down Tuesday on Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. Thank you for listening. Let's see, where was I? Clarence Thomas, Condoleezza Rice, Thomas Sowell, Larry Elder, Walter Williams, Tony Dungy, Herman Kane, Diamond and Silk. It's unbelievable.